Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod in the locker room bringing you the latest in sports. Uh, we are in a new and improved locker room, man. We got some comfy chairs in here. We got all kinds of stuff going. So today uh, we are going to recap the Super Bowl, of course, the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting the win over the Chiefs. Their parade was today, too. Um, dude, did you see Tom Brady? Dude, he was wasted. <laughs> he was lit. We'll hop into that first, but let's let's be honest, man. The real the real reason people are going to be tuning into this is because you're going to have some big news later on in the show. I am, and 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 I'll get into everything that I've been hyping up on Twitter here the last week or so. It's kind of gotten out of control. I'll get into that. We'll talk about what I know about Joe Tooney and the chances he becomes a Cincinnati Bengal. But uh, yeah, man, let's talk Super Bowl. I'm, we're lounging back in these new chairs. We're comfortable. Let's let's just talk about the game, man. It's comfortable in here now. It, ain't it was, dude. First off, shout out to you for the food at your house for the Super Bowl. That shit was delicious. Did you expect that though, man? I didn't. Now see, I was in here last week. I said uh, I had Bucks 34, um, Chiefs 31. I thought it was going to be a, a, a back and forth close battle but that was uh that was an ass whooping i had chiefs 40 fucking bucks 30 so i was way off it, you were off from the from the coin toss though right? you put we gotta you, bring that up <laughs> if anybody if anybody does uh prop bets don't do them ever again so we're sitting there watching the game and coin toss is about to start chad looks at his wife and says babe we need tails She's like, what do you mean? He's like, nothing. We just need tails. She's like, why? What'd you do? He's like, just root for tails. And then it was fucking heads. Yeah. The prop bets got you. Hey, I got the one, though. I, I took the bet. It was uh, Pat Mahomes, 18 and a half rushing yards, and he was he smashed that in the uh, – the, the second drive. Yeah. I wish I would have had Pat Mahomes fucking – how many yards he would run running for his life? <laughs> yeah, no sh- you'd have took the over on that one easy. What was that, like 500 yards? What was that stat? He ran before either getting sacked or throwing the ball away for 497 yards, I believe. It's incredible. It's either 497 or 457, but either way. So let's talk about the game. I was in here, or we were in here last week, and I said that if Pat Mahomes – does not win this game, that he can never be compared to the GOAT himself, that being Tom Brady. You did. You got deep. And I did. I did. <laughs> I thought about that, you know, and I was like, you know what, I, this needs said. And, and I and I still feel that way. And people, I had somebody ask me, like, so you don't think Pat could ever, could, can, can ever catch Brady now? And honestly, what Pat Mahomes needs now to even be considered – is to hope that him and Brady can meet up in the Super Bowl because Tom Brady's not done. Hoping for the rematch? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that's the only way, right? I mean, if you if you can meet up with them somehow again in the Super Bowl. But I think the the uh, the conversation is over. I mean, we can't talk about the Montanas. We can't talk about – we definitely can't talk about Pat Mahomes. I mean, because he lost to him head-to-head. You know, I mean, the only other person close to him is Montana. So I think that the conversation is completely over. Yeah, oh Tom yeah. Brady is the greatest of all time. I don't think it can even be argued. 
Uh, and what a performance, dude. I mean, he lit the Chiefs up. Um, we all said that we you know we thought maybe the Chiefs defense was a little underrated. Um, and Tom Brady was like, "Well, wait a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you exactly how vulnerable they are and where their weak spots are." And then the Honey Badger, who I gloated about for the Browns game because he was just great, is dude. Don't talk shit to Tom Brady and get him that fired up. Come on, dude. Yeah, Come yeah. On. He went. He and and Brady said. After something happened, he said, I'm coming at you all day. He said, I'm coming at you all game. And he, and he did, dude. He intent that, that touchdown to A.B. And he, he went at at the Honey Badger. Yeah, he did. Uh, don't talk shit to the GOAT, man. That, that Like I said, the conversation's over. I mean, we don't have to talk about it anymore. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever live. In my opinion, he's the greatest athlete. In any sport ever, he's better than Michael. He's definitely better than LeBron. Like he he is the greatest to ever to ever play a sport, in my opinion. Um, you know, and he uh, I kind of want to go back to 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 Mahomes here for a minute, though, man. Uh, the numbers weren't great, you know, and, and we're big on the eye test, and you know, just watching a game. I'm not going to fault Pat Mahomes too much. I mean, he did have some bad throws. It was definitely his worst game. It's the first time he's ever lost by double digits. He was running for his fucking life, dude. Yeah, I, I that's what I was saying. Like, he got he got dragged, you know, on, on Twitter and stuff like that. But as a Bengals fan who watched Joe Burrow for you know the first seven games, I think he had of his of his career. I, I can't. How do I fault Pat Mahomes when he's running for his life? He fucking threw a ball. I don't know how far it was. But regardless of how far it was, he was falling like horizontal. His body was like parallel with the turf, yeah. dude. And he sidearms this fucking thing. It was over forty yards, I think. Well, he had two touchdown passes dropped too. And, and but that ball, as he's literally inches above the turf, completely sideways, he just flicks it. It hits the receiver in the face in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and you know how the fuck we were talking before the game too, and I was telling you that you know watching the Browns game too, you know. All five linemen didn't play together all that much this year, as good as that offensive line was. And I said, you can make up for one of your linemen missing, but when you're missing two, for some reason it just destroys your line. Especially if so, they're right together. Yeah, so when Fisher went out, or well, Fisher, Fisher went out, you know, and there was already no Schwartz, and, you know, so it, it was – they they got destroyed. I mean, it looked like every play somebody was coming in untouched, just screaming off the edges, and that's why I can't. I don't know. I can't knock Pat Mahomes a ton for it. Um, you know, injuries or, or whatever it was with the offensive line that sucks. You know, you have know? no. You listen. You're in the Super Bowl. There are no excuses. Excuses. And speaking of excuses, let me take it here for a minute. Uh oh, that tone of voice means something. Come on, come on, Kansas City. I seen I seen plenty of retweets and i seen plenty of people tweeting about bad calls oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh what about the what about the helmet to helmet on uh richard higgins from Sorensen? in a five uh, but game. and then it was just play on so hey i don't want to hear nothing about the refs well did they just were, play on they were tackling receivers like yeah I well i think it's easy I, to the, see the that. one the one there at the end of the second half i think it was on I don't know if it was Mike Evans, but they, when Brady threw it out of the back of the end zone, it was uncatchable. That one shouldn't have been a flag. Yeah, there was a couple bad ones, but there was a lot. Like Many of those flags were justified from, from the game I was watching. 
Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think the refs played any part in the game. I, you know, the the, the refs are are good for some bad calls both ways. Um, but th- that's you just got out, man. I mean, you can't when you can't block. I mean, you you deserve to lose. You can't. You know, you can't block. You can't keep fucking Pat off the ground. Pat didn't have his best game. He actually, I mean, he didn't play that great. I mean, he made a couple throws where you were like, wow, but that's just some of the shit that he does. He'll I mean, always do that. You know yeah. what I mean? You still have Travis Kelsey, and you still have, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill. You I mean, Hard, man. you had Sammy back, and, and they have some free agents who is probably gone. Sammy Watkins being one, um, you know, Braylon there. I mean, a lot of people just played bad, uh, but – you know that's what you get when you're playing the go. You can't play. You can't have mistakes with uh, play. You can't play, have mistakes like that playing somebody who's been to the Super Bowl ten times and been there and done that. Dude, and it was just like, I don't know, man. I it's if you don't think that Tom Brady, Tom Brady, excuse me, I'm 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 run, I'm getting ready to say great. If you don't think <laughs> that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play NFL football, now you're you are just a hater. Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought you were a hater before, but now he literally was like, all right, Bill, it's been real. I'm out. Tampa, Bruce Arians. Now he he did have lots of weapons. Don't get me wrong. Weapons like he's never had before. Yeah, well, Jameis had lots of weapons, weapons last exactly. year on the same team. And instant Super Bowl, instant championship. He goes through he goes through Breeze. He goes through Rodgers and just walks his way right to the NFC championship or, well, yep. through the NFC championship and to the Super Bowl and gets the win. I mean, he he could have took Dallas to the Super Bowl if he felt like it. Well, yeah, and like he, he that's how he is. He's the greatest to ever do it and if you don't agree anymore, you're you're only a hater now. And their offensive line played great. Leonard Fournette ran great. Ronald Jones had some big runs. I felt like they were getting 8 or 9 rushing yards per attempt. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, it was just it was just bad football from the Chiefs. Which you know, if if the Chiefs win that, Andy Reid's up there in that discussion too. Is you know, and I think I've said that too. Is somebody who could possibly catch, uh, you know, Bill Belichick. But after Brady wins that man, and you see the way he does it, you know, it's just you wonder how great Bill Belichick is because you know Tom Brady's great. <laughs> well, we we said that all you know when the off season when it found out that that Brady was leaving, we said, okay, so we're going to find out, was it Brady or was it Bill? Now, New England had uh, some opt-outs. They had um, several other you know, things that, that may have played against them. But at the end of the day, Tom Brady won in New England with less many, many times. Yeah. How many, Patri- how many Patriots championships are there if, if they consistently put teams together with him like he had there? Now, I know he had you know the, the Moss years and all that, but generally speaking, he's winning with guys that – Aren't really going to amount to much without him there. So he's won a lot. He's won a lot of Super Bowls with a lot less that he has now. Absolutely. And let's just say this: the guy's forty-three fucking years old. No shit. He's four. He's forty-three. He needs a little bit of help, dude, but he's still performing like that, dude. He was flawless last Sunday. And no hesitation from him either. Jim Nance is like, "You coming back next year?" He's like, "Oh, we'll be back." Like, <laughs> dude, like, did right after the game. Didn't even have to think about it. He's going until he's forty-five. And what is to tell me that he won't make it back next year? Yeah, and and then let's talk about his uh, his partner in crime there. 87 just you know he didn't have a big year but Gronk decides to show up he's fucking hilarious, show up dude. at the Super Bowl man I bet that guy was fucking hammered he was hammered today yeah but there 
the funny thing is there was a video I saw it on Instagram or Twitter or something like that of him talking to Gronk on the field after the game. And Gronk's just this big fucking goofy meathead bastard. He's like, oh, two tutties. I saved them off for the Super Bowl, Tommy. <laughs> and they're just like, it's just, I just like Gronk. I just, they're, they're they, just cool go, they just go together, man. Dude, the bad boys for live videos that they post, like, we ain't. Yeah. Yo, all that shit, dude, it's awesome. Um, I wonder if Gronk will, Gronk will be back next year. You got to ex- what I expect from the Bucks, man. I, I think Godwin's as good as gone. I think that uh, they get Antonio Brown for you know a good deal, you know, because I bet Antonio Brown is back and becomes that connection with uh, with Mike Evans. Him and, and Brady I, are yeah, tight. and I bet Gronk's back. You know, they're going to probably lose a few a few pieces. Probably going to uh, lose Levante David and you know. Uh, you know, there Chris Godwin and you know maybe a few others there, but Levante David, there is a seat open for you in Cincinnati. You want that really? I mean, for a couple. Oh, years. oh, I, I'm sorry. I was thinking you were talking about uh, uh, Chris Godwin. So yeah, I, I want mean, sure too. What's he up to? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> take anybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I just I, I I I was shocked at how the game played out, but I was not at all shocked that that Tom Brady was going to win. And I also want to point out. While I'm not going to knock Pat Mahomes completely and totally for the loss, his fiance is annoying as fuck, dude. So is his brother. His brother is annoying, but it's like he's a TikTok guy or whatever. But, dude, she's, always, she's, like, tweeting everybody, talking shit. ESPN posted a picture of, like, Mahomes looking, like, like confused or something. And she's like, oh, major network, do this to a, uh, 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 one of the best players in the game, blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, they do that to fucking everybody. They're not yeah. taking on Pat Mahomes. Yeah, she's a bit she's a bit much, that's for sure. And she looks like fucking John Elway. <laughs> Shut up. All right. We don't want to hear it. All right. She's a personal trainer. That's awesome. She's carrying his child. That's awesome. Great. But don't act like ESPN is picking on Pat Mahomes. ESPN does anything but pick on Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I will say this though. My biggest problem with Pat Mahomes came after the game. He uh I don't know if you heard this or not, but he went and he he was having his little media, you know, post post game news conference, and he says, you know, there was receivers, receivers weren't weren't running the right routes, the receivers weren't where he wanted them to be, um, the offensive line blocked some but didn't block all the time, defense, you know, so he kind of went at his team. Damn, I did I didn't hear that. Yeah, it's on, it's all over Twitter right now, and it's just. You can't do that, you know. You you you're the you're the clear leader in the which is I mean nothing that he said was was false. It's just as the quarterback, that's not really your position. That's what the head coach says. Yeah, you need to, you know, you need to take the fault. Like I, you know, and even if it's not true, I didn't play good enough. I didn't do this. Yeah, you see, guys, I, you do know that what all I mean? Exactly. It's just what the quarterback does. I mean, because if that's not Pat Mahomes and that's fucking baker mayfield saying that i mean he's getting dragged oh dude they, they would drag him through for everything but i'm just saying that's the part i dislike you know the most he didn't play great you know he he looked i mean he was he was on he was running for his life i mean that definitely played a part into it but he didn't play a great game he missed a lot of throws and you know that that's why they're not two-time champions they didn't run it back yeah i mean and speaking of not running it back I don't feel like they didn't even like really try to run the ball. I didn't feel like. Well, I was listening to to ESPN Radio and they had a I forget who it was on there, an old a defensive player and said that the Buccaneers were in a 3-4 the entire game with uh uh two with a uh, two two deep safety, not letting anything over the top 
and that the Chiefs didn't even attempt to run the ball. And said when when that happens and you got two safeties deep and you're in a three four, that means the defense is begging you to run the ball, asking you to. Yeah. So so is that the blue? You know, I'm not sure that there's a a true blueprint out there because not everybody has that Buccaneers defense, which is extremely fast. Devontae White, holy fuck. Uh, but or is it Devin White? Devin White. Devin yeah. White. I'm sorry, oh, not he's Devontae. A, he's, Devin Devin White. He might be the best linebacker in football. Uh, and he is fucking fast, and he's everywhere, and you know, and it's just you, you know, you're not going to get that out of every team. But just like they say, is the blueprint there to slow down Lamar? Do we know how to sign, slow down Lamar? You know, and that's getting in zone, and you know, and and slowing him down. Is is this how you beat? Is this how you beat the Chiefs until they can find a run game? You know, is it a playing a three, four, two, two deep safeties taking away all the deep stuff, and 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 that's how you beat them? I don't know. I mean, I would think that Pat Mahomes would be good enough to figure it out. You know, eventually, but and maybe that was just the game and it threw him off. But you know, we'll see. That and and I remember bringing that up as we watched the game. But at the same time, they I started noticing that more when they you know they got behind a couple scores. So is that? You know, is that just prevent, you know, don't let Pat Mahomes beat you deep and creep back in? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it is the blueprint. Um, and, and you know, that I'm not – this doesn't ruin Pat Mahomes' whole career, but but you're right. If if he wants to be considered the GOAT ever, I think realistically he could catch Brady with Super Bowls. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. But, but, if, but if you never beat Brady in the Super Bowl when you had the chance to beat Brady in the Super Bowl – it's just it, that's the to thing. me. It can to me. I mean, and everybody's going to form their own opinion. But my opinion is, you can never, you can never catch him if, unless you know, it, it, it's the Super Bowl again next year. And that's the thing because LeBron never got a chance to play Jordan in the finals, right? So we don't have that. But but at at the back end of Pat Mahomes' career, everybody could say, okay, you know, maybe he got five, six Super Bowls, even but, at, even at the age of forty three. But yeah, but he had a shot at Brady. And he didn't. He didn't get and he, it. And he lost. He couldn't even yeah. score a touchdown. Yeah, nine points, three yeah. field goals. I mean, first time in his career, I think they were held below ten points. Take take that for what it is. He couldn't even score a fucking touchdown. That I mean, it's insane. hard to consider you the goat when you can't put a touchdown up in the Super Bowl. Again, not his fault. Line was terrible. So that's, well, that's so, that's where it's at. So yeah. So Drew, <laughs> let's give the people what they want, man. Let me let me let me give my little tidbit here and then i'm just going to back off and let you have at it i'll try to keep it short yeah well you know you but you want to go into to find you know definition here and let these people know exactly what is going on so i'm gonna i'm gonna admit it you know we're co-hosts we're best friends we all we do is talk football and you've been you've been saying this joe tooney is going to the Bengals. you have these sources or whatnot and you know you we always we always talk about our group chat our sports group chat and I've always pushed it to the side, like, you know, this dude's full of shit. He sources. I think I even mocked you last week or the week before or said something like so I retweeted and I said something about sources. Mm-hmm. Um, you did. I, yeah, I did. So <laughs> I get a and I tweeted this and I get I get a, a a message while I'm at work and it's you and it's a and it's a picture message. And uh I'm not gonna reveal. I know. Well the the person that you were talking to goes on to tell you about Joe uh, Joe Tooney. And let me just say, I'll let, I'm going to let him explain all this, but I'm like, oh, shit, Drew was right this whole time. This person is so close to Joe Tooney that if if an emergency was happening, he would call this person. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have the same last name. <laughs> yeah, so 
So I'm like, holy shit, you know, Drew was right. He wasn't bullshitting. He really is. He really does have the source on this Joe Tooney shit. So before I let you have the floor, all I want to say is the bit to the Bengals. I want to talk to the Bengals. I'm a Browns fan. I want to talk to the Bengals right now. Like the ball is in your court. Like Joe Tooney is coming to Cincinnati. He's coming to put on stripes. He's coming to be a Bengal. All you have to do is make the money right. Well, that's the key. And, and I and I want to tell Bengals fans, Joe Tooney is coming to Cincinnati if the money's right. So if he does not sign with Cincinnati, you know he, they probably had some kind of embarrassing offer offer towards Joe Tooney that, that he was just like, no, I don't. You know this ain't even worth enough to be home with family. So with that being said, I don't know any of this. I'm in. I'm all ears right now. <laughs> so Drew Garrison, take the floor. So I, I'm going to start off by 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 echoing what you said. I have never guaranteed that Joe Tooney will be a Cincinnati Bengal. I am saying that Joe Tooney wants to be a Cincinnati Bengal, but if they don't make the money right and he's got a better offer somewhere else, he's got to do what's best for him. So I'm going to take you through. And I'm calling it, It's I got it on hashtag Twitter. If you want to help me get it fucking trending, please do. Toonie Watch. Um, this all started. I was um, talking to a buddy of mine, and, and this is a guy that I know personally. I've met and spoke to and been around in person. This isn't some guy on the internet. Um, this is on December 27th. We get to talking about the Bengals, and I said, you know, I'd really like the Bengals to get Joe Tooney. I think he's a top three guard in the league. Um, you know, the 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 idea of them drafting Sewell at left tackle, putting Tooney right next to him, I think would be great. He goes on to say, and I've I've tweeted this, but I, I, I'm going to create like a thread for it here when I when when I get done explaining it here, I'll have it on Twitter so people can follow it. Because last week I said that fuck Twitter, I don't even really look at Twitter, I don't need this shit. Well, one week later, I am a Twitter guy. I have my, my followers have gone up by like almost 300. Um, I'm, I'm tweeting a lot now. I'm talking to people. I'm in like a Bengals group chat with a bunch of people. So like my whole fuck Twitter from last week is completely changed. You have sources now, dude. Like you're, you're kind of a big wig right now on Twitter. You get shit (laughs) trending and all that. Uh, uh, So that's transition. But so yeah, I'm talking to this guy. Um, lives around here, um, and Joe Tooney's from Centerville. It's five minutes from where we're sitting right now recording this. Um, he says, Joe Tooney, my grandpa is good friends with his dad because he's a local guy, Centerville. He said, he told my grandpa that if they'll pay what he wants, he'll come to Cincinnati in a heartbeat. So I said, really, you're saying I'm talking to an inside source saying Tooney would come to Cincinnati if the price is right. He says, anonymous person who talked to Tooney's dad said, price is right, he comes home. I said, source name protected always. These are just like regular dudes, and I don't think they want their Twitters blown up and all this shit that I've been dealing with. He said, backstory, my grandpa was at a Halloween party with Joe Tooney's dad, and it was said at that party, but it was super low-key. So that is when I first tweeted out that I had a source tell me and locker room talk uncut that Joe Tooney would come home and play for the Bengals if the price was right. So I, I did that. Nothing really came of it. I talked a little shit about it. Everybody, you know, everybody kind of thought I was bullshitting. That's all good. Well and good. And then I get another message on, this is almost a month later. This is January 29th. Um, 
This is another guy. I used to work with him. I've met him personally. It's not just an internet person sending me shit. I know this guy. Um, and he said, Hey bro, do you know the Toonies? I'm just curious because I'm friends with his brother-in-law. I said, no, I don't. I, I started that because my buddy said his family knows him. He's like, Oh, I thought you may know my buddy. And he goes to say, I thought I'd ask you and I, you know, just to, to see if you knew him. He said, well, my buddy is married to his sister. It wouldn't be hard for me to find out if it's legit true. So, so he's got a buddy that's married to his sister. I don't know how many siblings Joe Tooney has, but one of them is a sister and he's married to this source's friend. I know this guy. He wouldn't bullshit me. Like I said, I've known him for years. Um, he's like, you know, the money has to be right. He's not going to take a discount to play for Cincinnati. And so we, you know, we go back and forth uh, about it a little bit. We got to talk about, you know, memorabilia. He's heavy into that stuff. Um, stuff like that. Well, then he, he sends me another message, um, this last Thursday. So just this last Thursday, um, he said, my buddy said he's going to talk to him about coming on your podcast. If he signs now, this is in no way me guaranteeing that we can make that happen, but that would be cool. He said, maybe I'll give you a shot. That would be sweet. But he, he goes on to say, and I'm reading these off my screen as, as I do this. So these are direct quotes. He also said the family really wants him to be closer to home, but if he has a better deal money-wise, he has to do what's best for him. Fair enough. That's what I've said all along. I didn't guarantee that Joe Tooney was going to sign to be a Cincinnati Bengal. I just said that if the Cincinnati Bengals make the money right, he'll be here. So I post that one up. That one starts to get a little bit more traction. The followers are coming up. The likes are coming up. People are messaging me, asking me stuff like that. So, you know, it starts to run a little bit. Uh, and then I get another message. Let me see what the date was on that. This is on February 5th. Um, this is from another person that I know personally. Um, he, he's from here in Miamisburg, actually. Um, he sends me a message kind of randomly. He said, my stepdad's best friend is Mark Tooney. That's Joe's uncle who played at Notre Dame with Joe Montana. He said, you know, the, the, the Toonies are great athletes, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, he's like, yeah, talk about winning the lottery. He goes to the Super Bowl his first three seasons and he wins two. Uh, same thing. Money right. Joe Tooney signs, right? It's simple. Centerville, 45 minutes from Cincinnati, we're golden. So that comes in. So I'm like, hey, cool. This is, this is starting to make some sense, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And... Today, even, uh, another person I went to high school with, I know him personally, um, he, he hits me up and he says, hey, man, I, I, I can't tell you the relationship he has to him because of something. But he, he, he says, I know Joe Tooney's brother through some, I'll, I'll call it some sort of business. He says, I know him. And he said, when I talked to him, he said, Tooney has wanted to get closer to home for a while. So that checks out. But the big one that I talked about yesterday is yesterday in my Instagram direct messages is Joe Tooney's sister. Yep. Now, I'm not going to say what her social media is or anything like that because I don't think she really wants to be flooded. She was very, very nice to me. Um, I posted a picture by a guy uh, that I follow named Ha Edits. He makes photoshops and edits, and it was Joe Tooney in a Bengals uniform. I posted on my Instagram story and all of a sudden my Instagram story views are going up now too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get this message from this woman and it says, I love it. 
And I look at the last name. I'm like, oh, shit. So I go click on her page. There's pictures of her with Joe Tooney. There's pictures of her child with Joe Tooney. This is going, I, I looked to see how far this is going back because I thought maybe somebody was fucking with me. Right. But this is as legit as it gets. He follows her. He likes her post. There's pictures of them together, tagged in Centerville, Ohio, where he's from, all this shit. So I'm like, this is this is Joe Tooney's fucking sister that I'm talking to. Right. And I and I've seen the and I've seen the uh, the I can verify this. Yeah, like, I, I sent it directly this. to you and I'm pulling it up right now. I'm going to read kind of through what was said. Um, so she says. Uh, so the, the, the direct message replying to the story, the picture of Joe Tooney in the Bengals jersey. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw it. She says, love that. I said, not trying to be a crazy fan. Long story short, I'm from near Centerville. I do a sports podcast. A few people I know claim to say it could happen. I put it on Twitter and it kind of blew up. So now I have to hope for the best. So I'm thinking she's going to read it and be like, okay, you know, this is a fan of my brother and my DMs, whatever. Well, she replies and she says, ha ha. They just need to pay him well. We want him in Ohio so badly. That's everything I've been saying since December. Mm -hmm. Since the season was still going on. And now I just get a message that says, bro, this literally just hit my phone as I'm reading this. It says, bro, Megan Tooney liking tweets about Joe coming to the Bengals. Check the Bengals group chat. I just saw that come through. So that literally just happened. Um, but... Back to the conversation I'm having with her. She says, you know, haha, they just need to pay him well. We want him in Ohio so badly. I said, hopefully he shares the same intimate. I said, been a fan of him since the altar days. He played right at altar. He was right. a big deal. He went to NC State. Um, I said, I hope it happens. And she said, oh, that's nice of you. We hope it does too. That's my conversation with Joe Tooney's sister, who now is apparently liking tweets um, on Twitter about it right now. Um so I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to take a look into that and see what's going on there um, and, you know, see if I can understand what's going on with with everything that's going on. Um, but I, I spoke to Joe Tooney's. I'm following her right now. I'm not going to. She's obviously not trying to be too quiet about things if she's liking tweets um, about it. But um that is, so that's that's how this thing progressed, man. Since in, since the end of December, um, she as we're talking, Drew, you can tell Drew's occupied with something because I'm, his, fo I'm his phone's blowing up. Like, <laughs> dude, it's so, nuts. So, I to, yeah, I, so Drew <laughs> Drew does have an an inside look here with with Joe Tooney. Um, but I think the main thing that people need to take away from this is the fact that. If the money's right, Joe Tooney is going to be in Cincinnati for years to come. And everybody that said I was a fucking idiot and I was making shit up and I was reaching back in December is now starting to see that I wasn't bullshitting. And, and I want to clarify, none of these – I haven't reached out to any of these people. that I right? It's just – it's gained traction on Twitter, uh, likes, retweets, all that shit. And then people are coming to my messages like, hey, this is what I know. This is the connection I have to him. And, and it's easy to do because he's from five minutes from my house. You know, you and I both know a lot of people and it, it just kind of happens that way. Right. Yeah. I mean, from from the sound of things, Joe Tooney, like I said, wants to be in Cincinnati. The money has it just has to be right. I mean, this is a guy 
you know, looking out for his future, looking out for his family's future. And, you know, you know, it, 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 it is what it is at this point. And, and if the money's right, you know, you guys will have your guy in Cincinnati. And that's the that's the key here, though. It is the Bengals that we're talking about. They have to make the money right. And this is an organization that historically hasn't really valued the the guard position. But I don't know how you can be a professional sports franchise, have Joe Burrow as your quarterback, watch what happened to Joe Burrow, and not heavily invest in protecting him. Right. So all of the all of the talk of, you know, it was only a Snapchat screenshot that I started out with. That's true. Me and him were talking on Snapchat. The next one is a, a guy that I'm talking to through my Twitter DMs. But uh, these are all people that I know personally. And somehow this shit has taken off on Bengals Twitter to the point to where I had a conversation with Joe Tooney's sister yesterday and she confirmed everything that I've been saying since December 27th and everybody can kiss my ass (laughs) because I wasn't bullshitting. I wasn't just trying to get follows or likes or attention to my podcast or anything like that. I was telling you guys the truth. And now we are a month out from free agency and I've got his sister telling me that he will play for the Bengals if the money is right. So that is the explanation. That is the timeline. I will be on my Twitter tonight. I'm going to kind of create a a thread of it because people keep telling me I need to pin a tweet to the top of my profile. I didn't even know what that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do that. But it's because, like, if if what I'm saying goes around and people go to my page, they want to see it first. So I'm going to try to put together a little thread timeline type thing of how this has all gone down. I've been tweeting a lot about it. I went from, like, never tweeting to always tweeting. (laughs) Well, you know, you, you, you have sources now, man. Like, <laughs> I, hashtag I got sources. That's what I said from the start. <laughs> so, so all this being said, what, what do the Bengals do from here? They just make it right, right? I mean, this is, this is a must do. Like, if you have somebody that wants to be here, like a Shaquille Barrett. <laughs> okay, we're not going to talk about that right now because the tweet that is being talked about is a guy that I'm in a great Bengals group chat with. He replied to the U Stadium article that I posted yesterday. And he said, he is already a Cincinnati Bengal. We just have to make the right offer. That tweet was liked by Joe Tooney's sister. So, confirming everything that I've said. And that guy said that because I've been dropping this information on Twitter. I got added to this group chat. It's cool, whatever. But nobody was talking about this shit until I brought it on them. So, it's it's a real thing. And people have asked what I think the right offer would be for that and um i I wanted to clarify when i was tweeting it that this is not anything at all that has been told to me um by anybody that that knows toonie this is not you know coming from any kind of source or anything this is just what i think could possibly get the deal done based on uh the market for guards what it was last year where the franchise tag lays i think a fair market deal that could get him to come to Cincinnati is four years, $56.8 million. That averages $14.20 million a year, $35 million total guaranteed, $20 million fully guaranteed at signing. I think it gets it done. Yeah. Um, and, and these are the moves that the Bengals have to make. Like, this is – you have to protect Joe Burrow. Yeah, by, by, it, by and, all means. And he's on a rookie contract, so if you have to spend big money right now, it's okay. 
I, yeah. Go, right. go well, up to got, 15 to get him. I, I'll you say have, You have that window. Yeah, well, you, you might have to overpack. If you have to go to 15 to get Joe Tooney, get, go to 15 to get Joe Tooney. You, he's you, a top three you're guard. You're going to have to overpay. You are the Cincinnati Bengals. That's the Browns no shot. had to do it. Exactly. Yeah. The, the Browns overpaid for Kevin Zeiler. Uh, not that that did anything, you know. But sometimes when you got to protect your you when you have to protect your quarterback, you do have to overpay. They they had I'm sure I'm sure Conklin got overpaid. Now was he worth every penny? Yeah, looks like it. You know, but those are the type of moves you have to make when free agency opened. The fir- one of the first uh, uh, signings that broke was Conklin. That's how aggressive the Bengals have to be with these linemen. Absolutely, this should be done before Schefter. And if it, it out. even if it's just if it's just Joe Tooney. That's okay because that's a start. And then, say you get uh, Swell, Penny Sewell, and 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 at pick five, you just revamped your whole offensive line, man. You'd get Tooney, you got or you get move Jonah to right, and then you get uh, Penny Sewell. So and McShay had a new mock come out today that had the first four picks being quarterbacks. Yeah, which would be crazy. But he, but it's he not also had, he, well, he also had Sewell at five going to the Bengals. Exactly. So there's there's a high chance that Sewell could be gone, but. The, the idea is, no matter what, your offensive line is exponentially better with Joe Tooney. And people keep saying, well, we don't need guards. Tackles, tackles, tackles. I tweeted the picture, and everybody's like, why the fuck would you tweet that? Of Joe Burrow getting sandwiched between Montez Sweat, and I can't remember, the, I don't think it was Chase Young, as Michael Jordan gets blown up and then blocks his guy into Burrow's knee. And I said, what position does, does number 60 play? Right. He's a guard. Drew Brees has had good guards his whole career as you've watched him do that little hop step and step up into the pocket and make a strike. It's got to be everywhere. You're not paying him. You're not paying Joe Burrow big money. You sign Tooney for four years. That deal expires when Burrow would be up for an extension. You figure it out then. But yeah, if, and and I posted this on our, our, our podcast, Twitter, you know, how would you feel as Bengals fans? How would you feel if this was your line? And it got a, a good amount of love, but, Kicking Jonah to right tackle, and Lindsey Patterson, who's a Bengals reporter, legitimate Bengals reporter, said today that she expects to see uh, a lot of Jonah Williams at right tackle. Um, where I'm he o- should be, where I've I've yeah. said for a long time he should be over there. Yeah, where where he came out of in college, um, and then right guard. I'm cool with Quentin Spain. Um, I think you you probably share that. Yeah, um, that yeah. feeling. When he was brought in, he 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 did exactly what he was supposed to do. Yeah, so I think you can keep him for for fairly low money. Um, starting center week one is probably going to be Billy Price. Um, and shout out to Billy Price and Penny Sewell. They actually looked at my Instagram stories last night. Sewell looked at one I had to mention, and Billy Price looked at all of them. So they're 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 tapping in. Um, but Trey Hopkins tore his ACL week seventeen. He may be ready for week one, but I doubt it. So Billy Price was a better center than he is a guard. Yeah, well, that's um, what he played in college. Billy Price also had his best season in 2018 with Frank Pollock, who's now back as the offensive line coach and running game coordinator. I'm not a huge Billy Price fan, but I think he could be serviceable at center for a little bit until you get uh, until you get Trey Hopkins back. And then left guard Joe Tooney, left tackle Penny Sewell. That doesn't sound half bad to me, man. It's it's moons away from where it was this past season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, like, just like you said, man, it's – the guy's there. The guy wants to come play in Cincinnati. You just got to make it right. And there is no excuse not to. And and and, he, and you brought up Shaq Barrett, um, and that stings. You watch Shaq Barrett put on a performance like that in the Super Bowl. It stings. But what I've told people on, on Bengals Twitter and people that I've talked to is the difference with Shaq Barrett is at least the Bengals can say, 
we didn't think he was healthy enough. He had medical issues that, that needed to be looked into. Now, clearly they were wrong. It turned out great. But I also watched, you know, the the Miami Dolphins signed Dante Culpepper to a big contract and their medical guys signed off and it fucked them. Right. So at least you can say, okay, they didn't get Shaq Barrett. It, it would have worked out, but he had the medical issue. There's none of that with Tooney. All right. There is family support for him to come home. There's family desire for him to come home, confirmed to me by the family. <laughs> there's no medical issue. There, there's the he wants to come play at home. He wants to be back. There, there is nothing preventing you from making this signing other than not being willing to spend the money. And if you are not willing to spend the money, you will never reap the rewards that you can get of having a Joe Burrow. So that, that that that's that's the Toonie watch, man. That's it. I I I feel like this is a good way to verbally explain it. I can only get so much done through a tweet. Yeah, you only have so many letters. So people know that I'm not bullshitting. But I think once I sent you that screenshot of the conversation, you were like, "Oh shit." So let me ask you this before we before we get off here. If the if the Bengals choose not to sign him, how are you going to feel? I'm going to be very upset. Not only because I'm going to deal with so much shit on Twitter, because and, and people need to know that I'm not guaranteeing a signing. Um, I'm, I'm just going to be upset because I think that he's the best guard on the market. You can look at Brandon Scherf, um, but I think he I think he resigns in Washington. I don't think he leaves. Right. Um, and and Scherf has some injury concerns. I think Tooney stays on the field a little bit more. The feel good Ohio thing just. It, there, there's too many it feels like the right thing to do it feels right and and he probably is excited about the idea to come play with joe burrow no if no maybe i mean take offense if you want i don't give a fuck it's not like he's coming to play with andy dalton <laughs> you know what i mean like burrow is, is showing all this promise and getting all this love so how can the organization not go all in and invest everything they can to protect him at all costs by any means how can they not so i'm going to be extremely upset he, he he shouldn't if he takes the Bengals call when free agency opens, he should never talk to another team. Right. What do you want? If it's not something, obviously, he could say, I want something insane that no team should pay. He won't. He's not. He doesn't seem like that type of dude. He's just a normal dude from Ohio playing football, winning Super Bowls in New England. Maybe he's ready to come home, be closer to his family. So if, if his agent comes to you with a realistic offer, say it's done. Say the deal's done. Pending a physical, whatever you got to do, say the deal's done. Don't talk to anybody else. Right. And I, I need to see a Schefter tweet that says Joe Tooney plans to sign with the Cincinnati Bengals for four <laughs> years, $56 million, whatever it is. That, that that should be the only outcome. Whether you think you can get Sewell or not. Yeah. You got to start somewhere and if you can get one of these, if you can get one of these big time free agent linemen, that's how you go about fixing your team and you know, uh, with the big men up front. I mean, those that's those are the guys that need paid. You got to you got to be good in the trenches. You got to protect your quarterback. So because there we have Pat it. Mahomes, even Pat Mahomes, <laughs> as we've seen in the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, there you have it, man. Uh, there's there's what Drew knows, and you know, I've I've seen everything to to confirm and and verify everything that he said. So, insider Drew Garrison, <laughs> insider and and. I've like I said, man. Last week I was saying fuck Twitter. I don't use Twitter now. I'm all over Twitter. Um, so if you don't like what I say, there's a pretty quick way to unfollow me. But I'm on everybody's ass until this happens. And when he signs, if he signs, if the Bengals don't fuck us up, and when he signs, I don't want any credit going to anybody else because somebody said, oh well, this guy posted it in January, and so I posted it in fucking December. 
I've been dying to get that out. I'm glad. Okay. I hope a lot of people tune in and see what I've been talking about. There you have it. So that's, I guess that's really a two, two topics the whole episode, but, <laughs> but um, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch with that. Any, any new news I will, uh, I will be breaking on Twitter at drew underscore LRT on Instagram at drew underscore LRT. You are Penrod underscore LRT on Twitter, correct? LRT. Penrod LRT. Yep. You can follow me there. And um, he's he's uh, he's on there giving giving his takes. I'm online, but yeah, I, I'm trying to keep up with with all these follows. Twitter was telling me that I was following people back too fast, and it shut me down from following people for a while. I thought you were a bot, <laughs> dude. I know this is fucking crazy. <laughs> so that there it is, Joe Tooney to Cincinnati. If the Bengals make the money right, Mike Brown, don't fuck this up. We will be back in here covering all the latest in sports here on the next episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Locker room talk uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.